Uh, we always do a baptism right before Easter, and I get so excited about it because I think the one thing that I love to hear is the testimonies or the stories, the faith stories of those that are getting baptized. And I get so encouraged by it because God is still at work in people's lives to change them and then also to reveal his love to them. And really, that's why we're here today. Gabby and Meng and Gabe have all discovered God's love for them in a new and a very special way. Amen? And in just a little while, you're going to hear their faith stories. And uh, I just wanted to take a little bit of time to explain the significance of baptism. Why do we do baptism? You see, after Christ's death upon the cross and then his resurrection, Jesus appeared to the disciples numerous times. But on his very last time that he appeared to them, before he ascended into heaven, he gave these instructions. And he actually made this proclamation. It says that, um, it says that Jesus came in Matthew 28, 18, and 19... It says, uh, it's usually up here, but let let me uh, read it to you. Jesus came and told the disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You see, since for nearly 2,000 years after Jesus made that proclamation, Christians, people that have placed their faith in Jesus Christ have continued to be baptized. They've continued to follow this command that Jesus had given the disciples, and they've passed it on generation after generation after generation. And so young and old have, when they've come to faith, personally understood what it means, not just born into a church family, but actually understood what it means to follow Jesus and to receive Jesus into their life. They make this decision to say, okay, the next step I'm going to make is to get baptized. And what they're doing is they're following Jesus' command. Now, back in the days when the church was first born, they would go to lakes and rivers, the Jordan River. They would find any body of water that they could, and they'd uh, baptize people. But today, we have the convenience of a nice, clean water right here. For you guys, and it's even heated. But you know what? It takes, still takes a lot of courage to come up and tell your own faith story and then to go through the water of baptism. So I commend these three that are, are going to be doing that. We should all do that. So the first thing is it's a step of faith and obedience, and that's what they're doing. They've said, okay... If God has done this for me, has forgiven me of all my sin, has promised to be with me in my life, then I'm going to show other people that I believe in him and I'm going to tell my story. And so the other thing that baptism is, it's an outward sign of an inward change. And so what we do is we ask people to give their life story, to tell their journey of faith and how they came to know Jesus Christ. And so that they can explain what has happened inside of them. And then what happens in baptism is it's a picture of what's taken place in their lives. You see, the word baptism is taken from a Greek word. It actually means to submerge or immerse. And so 
uh, it means to be fully covered. So when a person goes through the water of baptism, they are immersed under the water. And we try to do this whenever we can, unless somebody's really old and then we'll sprinkle them. But, um, but if you could do this, it's a real picture of what Jesus did. He died on the cross and then he was buried. And the Bible says he took our sins upon himself at the cross. And so when somebody gets baptized and they go under the water, they're saying, all my sins, I've been buried with Jesus Christ, and now I have forgiveness and new life in Christ. And then they come out of the water. It's a picture of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Romans chapter 6, verse 4 and 6 says this, For, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We're no longer slaves to sin. And so what it pictures is that Christ's Christ's love and His power over sin has come into our lives. Does that mean Gabby and Ming... And Gabe are going to be perfect? No. But the power of sin, the power to keep them from doing God's will, has been broken. They are free now to love and serve God. And that's what God does in our lives. And it's also a personal and public commitment. The last thing I want to share with you today before they come and give their testimony is that it's both a personal and public commitment that they're making. All the accounts of baptism, including Christ's baptism, were done with people in public. And so we're so glad that you're here with us to witness their baptism. Now, you may be a believer in Jesus Christ. You may not. You may just be here to support them. We're so glad that you're here today. But you're going to hear their stories, and they're publicly proclaiming their faith in Jesus Christ. But the other thing that is happening is is God is publicly proclaiming His love for them. You see, when Jesus got baptized, the Father spoke from heaven. And He said, this is My Son in whom I am well pleased. The same thing the Holy Spirit does in their lives and in our lives. When we give our lives to Christ, the Holy Spirit comes inside of us and bears witness with our spirit that we belong to God. That we're His sons and daughters. That He loves us and cares for us. And that is a wonderful thing. To understand and know. In fact, that's what Jesus said. He said, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and and be sure of this. I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So, Gabby and Gabe and Ming, the Lord is with you. You know, you don't have to be afraid. In fact, He is going to be with you uh, in this day, but for the rest of your lives right on into eternity. And that is an assurance that can give you courage and confidence to face any challenges that you have in your life. So I just want to end with one other verse, and it says this, and and I speak this over you guys too. God saved you by His grace. It's in Ephesians 2, 8 and 10 in the New Living Translation. God saved you by His grace when you believed. You can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. 
You are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that you can do the things that he has planned for you to do. Amen? Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you. We thank you for these that are going to be going through the water of baptism. We thank you, Lord, that they are taking the step of faith and obedience. Lord, they're proclaiming the inward change that you have done in their lives. And Lord, you promise to be with them. You promise to stay with them and to strengthen them. So we pray, Lord, your hand to be upon them, that you would bless the rest of this service, that you'd continue to speak to us through their story. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Suraj, the song response.